Number three, don't go around, talk about yourself, right? I also tell people, don't be interesting, be interested. So ask questions, right? Ask questions. Ask them about why the, what brings them in here today. Ask questions about the weather. Ask questions about where their, their, you know, their environment. Ask questions about if they've been in this event before. Have they attended something similar? Ask questions. Just ask any questions you want of that person. That's really part of the art of networking getting them engaged to speak about themselves. See, something we all know and we're really good at is we know ourselves. That 100%, well, we know ourselves probably more than anything else, right? So it's easy for me to speak about myself because I know myself, or at least I know a little bit of things about myself. The art of networking is also being able to ask questions, so therefore you're not asking them about things that they might not be aware of, is asking them about themselves because it's easy for another person to speak about themselves. Much harder than it is to speak about camera specs if they don't know much about cameras, right? So think about that as you are networking. Think about what you can ask them. Ask them questions that allows them to feel comfortable. That's what I'm gonna say. So number three, ask questions that allow the person you're networking with to feel comfortable. Number four, I want you to think about what I mentioned a little earlier, be interested. Be interested in what? Be interested in that listening to their answers. Don't ask questions because you want to respond. You want to ask questions because you want to listen. You want to ask questions because you want to comprehend what they're saying. You want to ask questions so you can ask follow-up questions. How did you get here today? I drove. Cool. With someone, by yourself, you know follow-up questions, right? So you don't want to ask one question and be done. You want to ask questions and then build on another question. How do you do that? By being interested and by listening, right? So be interested in them and ask them more questions as a follow-up of the first question. So be interested. The way you show interest in the person is by listening, by comprehending, and then by following up with the question. At one point, of course, you don't want to make it look like you're the FBI and, you know, asking them question after question because you want to drill them. At one point, you want to give them a chance to either look around for someone else or a chance for them to ask you a question or a chance for you to say something in difference so you for, could change the subject or shift gears. But the reason why I say you want to be interested because you want to be able to listen and then comprehend and then respond to the person. All right. That's number four. Number five, don't just be like, this is a big sale. Now, I'm not saying that these techniques don't work because I've seen people who say it's today and only today and I have this promotion going on till the end of the month and here's my card, give me a call. I've seen that and it works for some people. The whole uh, concept of fear of, of missing out, FOMO, right? Many of you know the terminology, is a real thing and it does happen. I just don't like to subscribe to it. Now, each one of us is different, so I want you to use your guts and your knowledge to do it for what's right for your business. I'm just gonna say that you don't wanna be running around saying, it's a big sale, here, you know, give me a call, do this, do this, do it now, before this date or before that day. It might be appropriate in some times. Generally speaking, it's probably not appropriate in networking as you're building relationships. So I want you to think about that. Again, my job is to tell you what to do or not to do. I'm just sharing information that I'm hoping that you could gain some insights from to do the right thing for you. Number six, help introduce them to someone. One of the reasons I asked you to come earlier, because you might have not known anyone, but now you might have met few people. 
and you know you can take this new person that you met remember you're their network and you can introduce him to the person that you just met earlier or maybe you see someone that you know introduce him to that person the key is to show that you're helpful and you're resourceful by introducing them to the other people so that's number six of art of networking Number seven, one thing I've noticed is sometimes we all make this, by the way, I definitely have made this mistake before, and I'm sure that many of you listening today might have made it. Don't drop names. What I mean by that, don't drop certain names that makes you look like you know them, or you have connections, or you could do this for them. And the reason I say that, because if you drop names, it might make them feel that you're trying to show off or you're trying to impress on them. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't drop names when it's appropriate. There might be times when it's appropriate. If you're talking about something specific and they're mentioning something very specific to you, and you might be able to mention a name and not feel like you're just dropping names to drop names. You only want to talk about them and be interested in them and what they're doing and let go of everything else that you are aware of and your network or your knowledge, right? It's all about them when you're networking because you're gonna build a relationship with them, not with yourself. And the way you do that is by asking them and talking about them and asking them questions to speak about themselves that allows you then to comprehend what you could do or not do. If you feel that there's a connection that they might, you and them know together and mentioning that name might help them, go ahead and do that. But I'm just saying in general, don't just drop names for the sake of dropping names. Dropping names only when there's purpose. The other thing I could say is once you had a nice conversation with them and you did collect their card or their contact information, that could be a follow-up, right? Hey, during our conversations, I know you spoke about XYZ. Do you happen to know the founder or do you happen to know this person? Or do you happen to know this person that works there? And that could be much more powerful and a reason to follow up than it is just to do a dropping name while you're talking to them. Number eight, ask for their card for the end, right? Don't, don't walk away without asking for their card or for their contact. These days, you know, I do LinkedIn or I do Messenger or I do, you know, Instagram. They all have QR codes and I just show them my phone or they show me their phone and I just take a picture or whatever and then I'm connected with them that way. Ask for the card, ask for the contact at the end, or when it's time for you to transition to someone else. It's a good reason for you to have the burden of follow-up. Now remember, once you follow up, they might never want to call you again. And that's okay, because you're just building relationships, and if they don't want to have a relationship with you, it's okay also. But now you have the power to follow up with them because you got their contact, whether it's LinkedIn, Messenger, Instagram, whatever other tool, Snapchat, whatever other tool you're using, right? Just get the contact, the best way to follow up with them, to stay in touch with them. Number nine, follow up with a thank you. Now, I'm an old-fashioned person, so I usually send five to ten cards a month as cards, like actual cards in the mail. Uh, and I noticed that also during the last two years that many people, especially when it was during COVID, many people liked the cards because they didn't get much mail anyway. And now that they're home and getting some of these cards, they're really appreciative that I took the time to do it that way. You could do a, you know, you could do an email. I encourage you to occasionally just pick one or two and just do those occasionally here and there to keep the relationship in different way beyond that email. 
I've also seen it in text, I've also seen it in Messenger, I've also seen it in like videos, you can do whatever else any other way you want to. I'm just saying just follow up with a card, follow up with a note, it's important. Now don't follow up just once, follow up also occasionally to check on them because it's all about building that relationship. The last thing I'm going to say, when you're not working, please don't let the past control your future. Meaning that if you were in transition and networking because you want to get a job, your past does not mean that the next job has to be something that you did in the past. It could be something completely different. If you're not working because you want to get a sale or you want to connect with someone because you want to introduce your product or services, your past does not have to control what you sell them. Or maybe it's a new product or new service. So I want you to think about don't let the past control the future. If you had a bad experience networking before, it doesn't mean that you're going to have a bad experience today. And the last thing I'm going to say, as you're networking, always remember it's not about you when you're networking, it's about them. So find ways to be resourceful, find ways to be helpful, and find ways to be supportive for them. Thanks for joining the Art of Networking.